Listener warning, this episode contains adult content and is not suitable for children. Welcome back to the Half-Baked Book Club. I'm Lana. And I'm Dylan. And we are back with our bi-weekly book recap. This week was our... I probably <laughs> wrote it wrong. Was this our week next was our book next wrap. book recap. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm just an idiot. No, um, I wrote it wrong. It's fine. <clears throat> we read that. Some- we read The Song of Achilles by Madeline Miller. Madeline Miller? I'm sorry if I said it wrong. It was freaking amazing. I can't see Madeline without thinking about the, the show little Madeline in the book. Yeah. <laughs> My stepmom did that voice all the time. I love and it. And 12 little girls all in a line. The smallest this... one was Madeline. So cute. <laughs> oh my God. But this book, I loved it so much. And I saw your Goodreads rating. So I know you loved it. Yeah. Um, I hope everyone else did. I've seen nothing but amazing things about this book. Like I've never seen a bad review. Mm -mm. Um, I've only seen that like people are like, (laughs) like tearing it apart, like tear my heart apart. Cool. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Pretty much. Right. Like, Um, oh, sobbing in a tub of Cheetos. Thanks. (laughs) Oh my God. That was was oddly specific, guys. (laughs) Yeah. um, Did that happen to you? I'm going to do that later, actually. Goat cheese, but yeah. Yeah, but before we get into that, let's give a little side piece. Um, what else should we recommend? What did you watch or read? Just a quick little taste of our random recap. Yeah, so um, I loved our One of Us is Dead okay. so much that we did. Okay. That I went back and read the book that like most people know Geneva for, which is The Perfect Marriage. And it was chef's kiss so good just so good just like thriller like same vibe thriller can't wait it's it's this is the story husband's mistress is dead and his wife is a lawyer that is going to defend him because he is on he's on trial where there's the death penalty boy and his wife is like a big shot lawyer so damn yes so in in (laughs) it's it's just incredible it's just so good it's funny that you it's just like how in one of us is dead like you you think you know then you don't then you really don't Mm -hmm. then it ends and then you know like it's great I loved it well I've been like I feel like as per usual I've been all over the place with my reading but I think that's because I have specifically this week it isn't just like my regular mood reader probs it is because I have a book hangover from this book in a good way (laughs) but it just makes you know I keep like taste testing like okay I'm gonna read this and just it's not holding my attention because I keep thinking about this book which Mm -hmm. to me is the sign of a good book yep um but what I have been doing beyond you know trying to find a book that interests me is really digging into Virgin River. I am now on season oh two. God, I love that. <clears throat> I think season two, episode two, or somewhere around there. And I just, right. I really, really like it. I'm trying to think of something I can compare it to, like TV show wise, drama. I don't know. Like I Grey's Anatomy meets Heart of Dixie. The, yeah, but it's more dramatic than that. Like Heart of Dixie was funny to me. And this mm-hmm. isn't very funny. Like right. it's cute, you but like drama, it's, you it's have, a drama. Yeah, mm-hmm. lots of drama, but it's a good love story. It's somehow like a cozy drama, if that's a thing. 
Mm-hmm. And sometimes there's so. like moments with like thrillers where I'm like, <gasps> like I get definitely gasp. I don't yeah. know. I like it. It's, um, it's holding my interest and that's hard to do with shows. And again, mm-hmm. when you see a show at, at season four on Netflix, you know, it's good because normally they're like, Hey, I'm, I'm good. Yeah, <laughs> like, they're I'm like, just- no one stream this. Bye. Yeah, pretty much. So yeah. definitely suggest that. Although I've probably talked about it on random recap already. Um, I mean, I'm still on my journey, so forgive me if I continue to talk about what a good show it is, <laughs> but I do love it. I obviously like can't stand like Charmaine. <laughs> Oh God. She's I'm, really, I'm really trying to like her, but she just like annoys the shit out of me. Like I try mm-hmm. to be empathetic to these characters and be like, okay, they're human, but she's just annoying me. And even just like hope as much as I liked her just getting into like people's business sometimes too much. I'm like, girl, stop. Yeah. She's gonna get on your nerves. I know. It's like it's I the love her, the love to there's hate a, her. There's a bunch of moments where you're like but yeah, that is the and human condition right it's like yes perfect right. even your best friends drive you mm-hmm. fucking nuts and it's just yeah yeah you know I mean but there's but there's preacher just minding his goddamn business just oh I need to do. I like preacher I like him too he's just um, unproblematic we love an unproblematic. Uh, I'm like, so far, I don't want to speak too much to too many characters because, again, season two, episode two, and they're on season four. So, no spoilers, please, people. Oh, no spoilers. But is the teenage, like, granddaughter on there yet? I don't think so. Okay. One of, it's a very side thing, but she's just funny. Okay. One of the, like, one of the ladies that's like in Hope's little, like, friend club, her, like, granddaughter comes to Virgin River and she's just like, city girl and like, I'm oh, oh I remember you? this. Yeah. <laughs> okay. She's... I'll remember her when I see her, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. That's a funny little, like, side story. Yeah. You know that trope. The city <clears throat> gal comes to the country and gets mm-hmm. humbled usually. I yeah. mean, the main character in the story as well, in a way, but. Right. Yep. But anyways, um, the song of Achilles, which we very haphazardly chose last week. And I'm really happy we did because I think so we, both, we both had it on our shelf forever. Yes. Th- literally. This has been on my shelf probably since COVID. Yeah. <laughs> like everybody was talking about it and I got it this year, I think for my birthday. Okay. Um, so found it like, in a free little perfect. library. It's quite beat up. Like you could tell it was in yeah. a free little library, but mm-hmm. you know, it's still read well. Still good. Still read it. Yeah. <laughs> it works. Exactly. Um, um, where do we start with this book? I was gonna say what I would say for this is um it, I don't recap. Sure. Um, it's basically well, so what it says is it's the retelling of the Odyssey, and it's from um, a different perspective. It's like a deep dive into a story and a retelling and reimagining, if you will. Right. It's told from a different perspective, essentially the Odyssey and like Troy and all of that stuff from the point of view of Achilles's lover, husband, mate, companion, companion. but he does call him his husband at one point. So, okay. Yeah. yeah. But like um, he called him to most people, I think. Yes. Because yeah, whatever. Yeah. So it's it's his point of view of all of this, and you, um, you know, when they're kids, basically, and 
I remember some of this and I remember all of it. Like I remember like the names of certain people and stuff, but not all of it, but basically it reminded Helen, me of like the time jump reminded me of where the prod ads where you're like, Whoa, we're this age now, like two years later, three years yeah. later, and you're watching them mature. Yeah. From children. To- <laughs> he right. was exiled the main character, right? Like yes. the- so when they're kids, when they're kids, Helen's parents, um, you know, she comes whatever of age and the entire kingdom is like, or all these different kingdoms and princes are running to her to be her husband. And they say, um, you know, she actually gets to choose, which is like unheard of, Mm -hmm. but they make every man that is there to proposition her for marriage to swear an oath that they will not, um, that they will support whoever she chooses as a husband and they won't, um, and they will fight, like, if someone tries to take her at some point, right? So they all swear this, like, blood oath, and they're, like, kids. Mm-hmm. Um, Achilles is not a kid, he's, like, 12 or something, but, like, his his lover is, um, and it's Pericles? Um, Patroclus. Patroclus. Um, he is, like, nine, like, it's just a lot of young people and then old people. So anyways, in that age, he, um, he's real scrawny. He's like the runt basically of the family. He gets bullied by this kid. He's trying to take something from him. He shoves him away. The kid falls, cracks his head and dies. Mm -hmm. In that time, it's like that kid is the like heir to that, his family. And so they demand that, you know, he, um, be exiled or killed basically. So the dad exiles him and he goes to live with, Achilles's father who often takes in wards um and raises them like under his care and he's he's kind and you know he um I think it's like King Peleus or yeah he's very kind and 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 understanding and um you know all these boys are training and they're doing whatever and they're doing chores and stuff and him and Achilles, um, just, they form a friendship and Achilles just says to his dad, like, I want him to be my companion, my friend. Like he doesn't want him to be doing jobs like everybody else does. He wants him to just kind of go wherever he's going. Mm-hmm. So he goes to his training, they sleep in the same room and they just grow up as best friends and buddies and whatever. And when they're older and this, they, they've got to be like in their early twenties, I think when all of this happens. And basically Helen runs off with Paris from her husband. And because all of these people, when they were boys, swore this blood oath, which is what they really just didn't want anybody to break out in a fight that day. Mm-hmm. Now is coming to bite everybody in the ass like 15 years later, because now her husband is calling on all of them to go to Troy and get her back. And um, Achilles' mother is a goddess. Who so like we hates... thought this was kind of like when you're like, oh yeah, come over anytime, and like we didn't think you were actually gonna like come over. Right? Exactly. Oh, really? Shit, oh no, no, we actually wanted warning of this. Ugh. Yeah, and and so like she sees she basically basically there's a prophecy with Achilles that if he um, if he goes to this war, if he joins it, and he goes to Troy, he will not return, mm-hmm. and if Hector is killed. Hector is on the other side. If Hector dies, then Achilles will will die. Achilles is the one to kill him and he will die. 
So like, basically they're trying to avoid this their whole lives. Mm-hmm. So um, at one point, Achilles's mom takes him and hides him in like a women's, like a, like a nunnery or something, whatever. Yeah, like I a bunch of girls. Really fully understand Yeah, that. they dress him as a girl and he's hidden as a girl um, until his, um, you know, his friend comes and finds him. They, you know, they declare like that, you know, they're together, they love each other, whatever. The mom is very meddling. She's tried to like marry him off to a girl. She made him have sex with her. The girl says she's pregnant. Yeah, he was like in that king's place of house. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) hiding as a girl, like in a skirt and everything. Knocking Um, up his daughter. Uh, Like, yeah. mind Mind you, he's not even about the v so much like no 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 like he all he about patroclus at this point yeah like they had already... all about patroclus he's not had a girl like they've been pushing girls on him his whole life and he doesn't want them he always makes some excuse yeah like we're already 15 16 at this point like we went yeah. from nine to like whatever and they've yeah. been together experimented yes so things. like they don't want this girl so anyways so now he's got this girl pregnant and Patroclus felt great about (laughs) yeah he really liked that um and the soldiers so Odysseus and um just all of these warriors find them hiding out basically as women and they're like yeah no you're coming like let's go to war or we're gonna tell everybody what you're doing and that's like a huge shame so Mm -hmm. they go um and so Achilles, so basically the leader of this war against Troy to get Helen is Agamemnon. Yeah, you did that right. <laughs> and Agamemnon doesn't like Achilles because Achilles is like the greatest warrior of all time and he thinks he is, but he knows he has to have him. Everybody wants him and he knows that the people of Greece will fight for him then. Mm-hmm. So, you know, basically he drags um his boyfriend there with him he's just stays in the tent and every day like Achilles goes out and fights and kills people and then comes back to the tent and they you know they try to relax and get over that kind of stuff and so um as they're doing that and they're ransacking town after town on their way to Troy they um they start capturing women And so one of the things that he does is start saving the females that are being brought into the camp because they know they're going to be raped, tortured, you know, just treated terribly Mm -hmm. by Agamemnon and everybody else. And so Achilles being the top person is like, nope, I'm claiming this person as my war partner. He doesn't do anything with them. He just says that. And then they put them in their own little tent and they're learning how to read and they're talking to each other. And like, you know, his, um, what is his name again? I keep forgetting this person. Patroclus. Patroclus. I want to call him Pericles for some reason. I listened to a lot of it via audiobook. So it was okay. like very helpful yeah. with like pronunciation. Yeah. Patroclus, um, this becomes kind of like his mission that he's like saving these people and he's helping and he's feeling like he's saving a life when Achilles is going out and killing people. Mm-hmm. Um, he learned a little bit growing up and all the training that they did about, um, you know, how to heal and stuff. So he's helping in like the med tents and all of that. 
and basically um they get to the you know the gates of troy and um you know they start fighting and every day they're losing people on both sides and it's awful and hector's not showing himself and he's not, and achilles isn't going after hector because he knows if he does that's what'll be the end of it right they they know putting, that achilles is not gonna like make it out of this years and years and years putting off the inevitable yeah in which you chose like you chose yes. i want fame and yeah. a short life versus obscurity and a long mm -hmm. life and you're literally making everyone else die right Poor. to like i don't know have yeah. more more things etched into your mm -hmm. monument i guess like right because helen's husband like this is literally because helen's husband or helen's because she left him mm -hmm. and achilles wants glory it's and so much so about pride like the whole so story. much ego so much uh -huh. ego so this in this war goes on for like 10 years and they are just every day in this ridiculous stalemate and fight and it just goes on and on and on and nothing happens and nothing gives and the gods you know they're mm -hmm. this is very mythical and like the gods are angry at them for this war and just all of this stuff Oh, yeah, they took and the wind away so they couldn't sail away. They couldn't sail at each other, right? Mm -hmm. All this stuff. And so um, they kind of get to like this last stand and Agamemnon is really pissed off because everybody's mad at him because he's the leader and he has, you know, just failed them and not moved this forward and all these things. And so he basically claims, um, they get in this huge fight, him and Achilles, and he claims one of the women that was the first woman that they saved that is um Patroclus's like best friend oh that was the other thing the the person that you know they really care for and protect and they know what's going to happen if Agamemnon takes her well and Patroclus so, was also very jealous um of her Brias is that her name Bri Brias yeah something like that but he was jealous of her because not only were they friends, but she, I don't think, understood like the romantic relationship at first. Yeah. Like, oh, Achilles. Yeah. Right. Like she didn't understand that. Yeah. So she's like, oh, so you never want children? Like kind of like, well, even though yeah. I know you're gay, like I still want children. Right. And so. And she offered you. that to Patroclus. Yeah. Exactly. And when Patroclus brought it up to, which is so fucked up, by Achilles, the way, that he brought yeah. it up to Achilles and Achilles was obviously jealous AF when it's like, meanwhile, dude, you have a kid with a girl. Right. Like, and you're going to die. Like we all know you are about to sacrifice yourself and like, and he's going to be left alone. So like, oh if God. you know, it's, it's so complicated, but mm -hmm. essentially this, th this comes to like the stalemate, um, Agamemnon and Achilles get into it over her and not hurt, but like the way that it looks right. That he's like taking this thing, he's dishonoring Achilles mm -hmm. and Achilles is so prideful and he's so angry and he's like, you know what? Fine, take it. And I will not fight for you anymore. I will not fight for Greece. I'm going to sit in my tent with my husband and you're all going to die without me. Mm -hmm. And he does just that. And every so often they are asking him and begging him and offering things. And he, all he wants is Agamemnon to apologize that he was wrong 
and ask him to, to leave and to fight. And he doesn't, he sends everybody, but him, he's not, you know, whatever. And it's just these two idiots who are so full of ego and pride. And meanwhile, this war is still going on. Everybody's dying. And so Patroclus is like, I'm in these med tents. We are losing, like everybody's dying. And it's because of his pride and your pride. And I need you to fight. Wait, is you this know, about American politics? To save them, right? Wait, like, hold on. You two are bickering while everybody's dying. Is this dying. fucking play about us? Is this fucking play about us? Um, oh my God. So, so and he refuses. Yeah. And Patroclus um, finally is just like desperate because he's just seeing all these people coming in and dying. And he says, well, what about this? I have an idea what if I put on all of your armor and all of your gear and whatever and hide my hair and your I heart ride out, just like, ugh, always losing my shit. I ride out on my chariot and everybody's going to think that Achilles is coming out. Right. And that they're rallying and they're going to be so excited. And then I'm going to just bring the chariot back and I will be safe and it'll be fine. And he doesn't want him to go. He's arguing with stay here. Like, I don't care if all these people die, like whatever. But now, because they've spent 10 years of their life and even longer building to this, right? That this is the point of Achilles is that he's this weapon. And now, because he's said, fuck you to everybody for so long, they all hate him. And he's like, what was the point of all of this? If now everybody hates you and this is how you're going to be remembered like you need to do something because it's all for nothing now if you don't save the day so he finally lets him so he says you stay in that chariot you don't throw a spear you don't do shit you just roll him up and leave and he's like okay okay i won't well then of course patroclus does it and gets very excited about people chanting Achilles's name and getting all whatever and like the adrenaline's running through him and he's holding the spear like he's like you know scaring people and whatever and it like I don't know it just kind of like takes him over and he throws the spear at another soldier a Troy soldier and hits him right in the chest and kills him and all of a sudden it's like he understands what Achilles has been doing this whole time in this mm-hmm. like high of defeating your enemy and all of this stuff. And he starts throwing spear after spear and killing all of these people. And so now that he's done that, it's like game on, everybody's coming after him. Mm-hmm. And, um, and basically like he gets knocked from his chariot. He gets in a fight. He like escapes and you think like, okay, this is it, right? Like he's on the chariot, he's headed back, but now he's getting cocky because he's trained with Achilles his whole life. He's watched him do this. He's all jacked up on, you know, adrenaline. And he sees that everybody has abandoned the gates of Troy. And he's like, wouldn't it be great if I can just scale this gate, grab Helen, bring her back and just end the whole thing. Like, and he's dressed as Achilles, right? So everybody will think Achilles saved the day. And his life will be, you know, whatever, honored and da 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 He goes to do it. The gods intervene. The gods are literally, as he's climbing this wall, the, the gods, gods are grabbing him down LOL. and setting him on the ground. Like, no, we don't want you to do this. Nope, nope. They just keep like Mario, when they when you die and then they bring you back up on the cloud and they start over and like, they just keep bringing him down. Loses his mind and he's too distracted and he's too excited about the whole thing gets into a fight and Hector comes out and Hector kills him. Well, not only that, then his, his helmet had fell off. So Hector yes, knew. But saying, so, right. So sorry. So during all this, he's doing all this, 
his hair is coming out, his things falling, and all of a sudden people realize. Well, that's why he went on the chair to Achilles. <laughs> the chair because he knew even walking, they'd know I wasn't Achilles right. because Achilles had such grace because he was half a god. And he's right. like, I'm this clumsy, like right. not even don't the same get out of the height. chariot. Yeah. Number one rule. And, he's like, and he does. <sighs> so now that they know it's not Achilles, they know it's somebody that they're like, I don't give a shit. They know they it's, kill it's him. better, honestly, to them. Yeah, they're like, cool. They kill him. And because too, they're pissed that this is the guy that, you know, has turned the tide and destroyed, you know, whatever. And they're dying because of not even Achilles, but someone dressed as Achilles. So they kill him. And Achilles is watching like the <sighs> battle, but he doesn't know that um, Patroclus is hurt or anything. He you know, chose this isn't to like... let himself die. Because right. in his head, he's like, what do I choose? Letting myself die or yeah. killing Hector. And then knowing right. he's... Yeah. And then he's sitting there. The... <sighs> his yep, journey, he's sitting like... there. Everybody's coming back. And they're like, all of a sudden he sees, um, I think Odysseus has... Um, has Patroclus in his arms and and Achilles sees what it is and sees that it's him and just goes insane and just is screaming and he's grabbing him and he's holding Patroclus and he's just devastated and he just keeps saying his name and just like trying to like you know breathe him back to life essentially he takes his body goes into their tent and just holds him I was like sobbing reading this like just holds him like a week right just like right like his body's like decomposing and he's just like he cannot let go and he's so pissed off and he's just absolutely done and then Agamemnon comes in to be like sorry about that here's the girl um sorry for your loss the girl that you you fucking hate in the first place yeah if you could fight for us that'd be cool um yeah (laughs) and he now wants revenge he wants to kill Hector knowing that if stages he Hector, of grief went from sad to mad die right yeah. and he's like listen you can't do it today you need to grieve tomorrow you can kill him so they um you know so they go out and it's just like it's honestly like this just story of just absolute ego <laughs> like, ego but also just like a love story Mm. And just the anger in how he killed Hector and then just like defiled his body like over and over and over. Oh my God, he's so angry. You know he what? just the, like- you, you just get angry at Achilles because you're like, you are so dumb. Like you let your pride get in the way. You mm-hmm. had this amazing, like, I don't know. You could have chose to have this life of obscurity with this person you loved so much that you were willing to do all this shit for him. Right. Except live in obscurity. Right. You needed attention, Mm -hmm. validation from everyone else so badly that you'd rather live less of a life. It just was so- Now you're without him. Yep. Oh, it's awful. Tragedy of it, right? (laughs) I mean, yeah, and it's a Greek tragedy and that's that is what it is and um you know when he when Achilles dies um he you know his wishes or whatever to be buried there are their ashes ashes to be together with Patroclus yeah that's a part of this I did not know at all so basically it's okay so they're both dead and they have these wishes and this war guys this war goes on forever 
So then you remember the girl that got knocked up, her, the baby that she had has been with um, Achilles's hag of a mother this entire time. And she trains and raises this like monster of a human. He shows up at the camp and is like, yeah, I'm here. I'm taking my dad's position, whatever. Like you, the Literally gods say you 12. can't win the war without me. Yeah, he's a 12-year-old child. little redhead kid who's like, yeah, I'm gonna take this woman for I'm a lover. Now, yeah. So she's he's gotta just like explain, like, um, actually, I was not his lover. Um, let me tell you about your dad real quick. <laughs> well, yeah. And he didn't like yes, that he's conversation. Not, he's not willing to accept right that his dad wants to be buried with Patroclus. He's like, you don't know what you're talking about. These aren't his wishes. Da 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 da. Um, the woman, what is her name? I want to say it's like Brias or Breas or something. Something like that. Okay. She she's like, you know, they really want to be together. Da 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 da. They're, you know, whatever. And he's like, no, like you're my you can be my servant like you were with my dad and she's like I wasn't with your dad like I wasn't his type basically yeah (laughs) and um and she can tell that like he's just like awful and so she tries to basically to fight her way out of it Mm -hmm. um she runs away she gets in the water and he throws the sphere like right through her back and kills her we just keep Um, seeing all these people that were fought for and mm-hmm. then they die and you're like, oh, so all the people who died. And they died for nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. <laughs> yep. So that happens. And then, so, so now they're both dead. Achilles has gone into the underworld. They've built him this monument. Patroclus is not with him because the son's a dickhead. And then the boy dies because he thinks he's the shit and he tries to steal he steals someone else's wife and rapes her or whatever has sex with whatever the fuck and he um that king comes and kills him like he he got too big for his riches so now patroclus appeases to the mom who hates him um, yeah, but even though that, he's dead, he can like talk to Thetis, which because she's like a water nymph goddess yes, or something. Yeah. And like yeah. he just he tells her like of all the stories of them growing up because she wasn't with him. And like the more she talks about or the more he talks about Achilles and tells her stories of, you know, them together and them growing up and the things he liked about him and whatever, she finally um, makes the resting place for the both of them so that. Patroclus can also be at rest because he's just kind of like floating yeah. in in the middle of all like of his that. soul is just like not in like pur- yeah purgatory or whatever and so that she does it like granting basically her son's w- wish his last wish um and then they they meet again in the afterlife and it ends there that mm. um Achilles is kind of waiting for him in the dark he's been waiting this whole time and then they're that's, just like crying and like that, I know. <sighs> um, I like put I dog. I was like women would never. I dog-eared two spots that really stood out to me that I wanted to point out, but um, oh, I guess one of them. This is one of the things I want to talk about. Did you look at the glossary of like the characters at all? I did like a no. brief like cursory just because I was curious. It talked about in the back like um just 
the comparison, like you said at the beginning of, you know, like these are the type of liberties I took, but like, this is the story from Iliad, like, or whatever, the, the Odyssey, whatever. Um, but like fetus, just seen him shape changer and the mother of Achilles, the fates had prophesied that fetus's son would be greater than his father, which frightened the god Zeus, who had previously desired her. He made sure to marry fetus to a mortal. That's why Achilles is half mortal. So he made okay. sure to marry her to a mortal in order to limit the power of her son. I thought this was interesting because you always hear about Achilles heel. So this is where it comes from. In yeah. Post, in, ho- in post Homeric, hence Homer, the Odyssey, in post Homeric mm-hmm. versions of the story, she tries a number of ways to make Achilles immortal, including dipping him by his ankle in the river Six and holding him in a fire to burn away his mortality. So that's why his ankle's only part that was mortal. Because mm. it was the only part that didn't go in the river Six. So I just thought that gotcha. was interesting. Like I never knew yeah. where that came from. So it's just a no, I fact. didn't. I didn't know it either. And that's kind of like the big thing I knew about him. Like I feel yeah. like most people know, like your Achilles heel. I was waiting for him to get like murdered by his heel in this book. Like, right? No, I was like, this person gonna slash him like a slasher movie. Like House of Wax or like Paris Hilton. Yes. Yes. That's all I saw in my head. I think of that shit like, every time. Mm-hmm. Every time I'm hopping in my car, I pick my feet up. Um, You're just traumatized by that and like Final Destination with like the logs, the logs. on the back. <laughs> The funniest thing of all of that is I've never seen either of those movies, but I know those know. things yeah. super clear. And so I will not. Um, no. Yeah. Like I, I really liked the way that they were telling the story. It honestly made me want to watch Troy. The, just, the movie. I've really been because into I all of it. Neon Gods, this. Yes. <laughs> like all of it. Well, and like, I feel Olympus. like you would really like you would really like the Plated Prisoner series because that's the Midas retelling. And I think it's very good because it's kind of like that that meets meets Akatar. Not that it's Akatar, but just- You're going to love- this part of the back of the book it's just so oh yeah I know it really helps okay, you sort out there. the characters I was listening to it a lot this weekend okay cool. I did too and then at the very end I read like the last like 10 percent because I was just like I don't know I just really want to sit and read it and mm-hmm. it was just as satisfying but I was happy I knew the pronunciation of stuff because yeah. it was just mm-hmm. so much um, yeah but it's nice to sort out the characters is a lot of people because yeah. it is a long storyline timeline. Mm-hmm. But the only other dog year I did was probably, it's just a part, I don't want to be like, this is my favorite part of the book, but like a strong, like powerful emotion evoking part mm-hmm. was when Briasis, I think that's at Brias, I think that's how you say it. Brias, yeah. Mm-hmm. But when she's like telling him off when he's mourning, Mm-hmm. like that you could have like this is a, you care yeah. more for you care more for him in death than in life her voice is bitter with grief how could you have let him go you knew he could not fight achilles screams and shatters a serving bowl get out Briasis does not flinch kill me it will not bring him back he is worth 10 of you 10 and you sent him to his death and i was just like Ooh. yeah like fuck he's that- worth 10 of you i don't care if you're a half god he's a fucking yeah. saint like and yeah. I was just like, like the trope was just so emotional yeah. the whole time. 
No, but that was so good because I love it because he thinks he's like so, you know, and he's smashing dishes and he's so devastated. And she's like, you could have prevented this entire thing. How Fuck far you. in did you know? How far in did you know it was Patroclus? Because I started feeling it around 50, 60%. And I was like, because you already obviously are expecting Achilles, but I was like, something's going to happen to Patroclus. They're going to like, something's going to happen. I just mm-hmm. knew it. And I was I like didn't mentally think... preparing and not happy. Yeah. <laughs> I was not prepared for him to go out as Achilles. Yeah, I, was I just not assumed that. that they he was going to get conundrum attacked of save or my life taken or not. at some mm-hmm. at some point. Like I thought that was going to happen. Like I saw like Hector killing him in some other way, and then yeah. that being the thing. I didn't think that he was going to like go out there and pretend he was Achilles and then get all like oh masculine and crazy all of a sudden and like bloodthirsty like part of this prophecy like he's as he's yeah. doing it starting to realize yeah. I mean it's in a way it's called fate you know the fates yeah. for a reason yeah. like yeah. it was fate that he went out there it was fate that that emotion whatever took over him to do that yeah. like it all happened yeah. and it was what it was supposed to be unfortunately yeah and then he knows that him dying that Achilles is gonna go you know I just to, yeah I just got so distracted because I saw your next pick that you typed it into our script and I'm really excited because I just realized what our next book pick is <laughs> Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Squirrel. But, um, yeah, anyways, that was our longest probably recap, but it's our thickest it was so content good. of a book. Yeah. We both gave yeah. a five stars. I mean, yeah, I, I loved this book and here's just a real, like, if you're not into queer romance or stories or whatever, like, I don't know what you're doing on this podcast. I don't know. But, but chapter 10 was hot. Book. It was hot. But what I was going to say though, too, it's really not like if, if you, if, if like romance and smut and things in general is not your thing, it's really not that kind of book. It is like, like definitely like this little piece and, but it's like, it's really truly like, it's a just, half chili pepper. It's not even yes, a whole it's chili pepper, not but. a spicy book. There's mm. literally like when they say like, it's so funny because there, there are people that have sex in this book, but it's literally like, um, you know, skip a, chapter a, 10, honestly, felt her body yeah. and then her the soft release. skin, like yeah. it's so, yeah, it's so old school or whatever. Like this is, this is not your grandma could read this and she'd be fine. I promise. Um, yeah. But like, I'm sorry. I'm I've sad. never read a guy on guy, um, like sex scene like that. Personally, I haven't. Um, and it wasn't even like a sex scene. It was just them like, sorry, like spoiler, if we haven't given enough of those literally just like jizzing on each other. And I thought that was like the fucking hottest thing. I was like, I don't know. I need to start. Mm -hmm. So you haven't read red, white and Royal blue. Wait, I definitely did. Why did I like really, I need to reread it, I guess. Maybe I was listening to That's like a real, maybe I gave up on it. Hold on. Maybe oh, I need to give it another chance. Yeah. It was a redheads book pick. And mm-hmm. so I remember listening yeah, to TikTok the podcast about it. it, but I don't remember being super into it. Maybe it's just sometimes the mm. audiobook narrators aren't so great. And then yeah, that can definitely be a thing. I'll give it a shot. Sometimes you're just not in the right headspace for a book and then you yeah. give it another shot. 
But isn't red, white, and royal blue? That's also Casey. What's her name? Who's one last stop? And Mm -hmm. okay, I'll give it a shot again. Why not? Yeah, it's really good. It's um, I like the concept of it. Yes, Yes. if people haven't read it, it's the future um, president of the United States is a woman. Yeah, her son falls in love with essentially Prince Harry, but his name is Prince Henry of England yeah. and how they have to, like you know, the first son and the first son kind of like. right. Yeah. The first son and the future King basically. Yeah. And they've got to figure it out and decide what, you know, how they're going to navigate that in the world of Queen Elizabeth's and Maga's people. Yeah. It was cute though. Like I feel like I, I loved listened- it. I listened to the recap of the podcast, so I know what happens, <laughs> but okay. I'll give it another shot. It is cute. Yeah. Um, but we already know what we rated this one. Uh, six out of five for me, actually, if I could, but <laughs> yeah, I really our, liked next, it. our next pick is your pick. We were doing fan picks, but we just kind of like naturally fell back into the rhythm of like be selfishly picking our own. <laughs> Yeah, I'm real excited for this one. Lessons in Chemistry by Bonnie Garmus. You have definitely seen this book cover either on TikTok, Instagram, yeah. at Barnes and Noble. I gotta check if it's on KU. Like I don't. And know this is a it, debut novel for this um author? this author. It's her first novel. It's a um. Lots let's of see here. So it's kind of like I want to say it's like it's it's not like um. What's the book that we really, really loved? Mm. Stella. The Kiss Quotient. Oh, okay. Yeah. Not, not whatever. But so basically it's, um, she's a chemist, Elizabeth Zott. Um, it's in the 1960s and she is basically the only female in an all male research Ooh, team. I like a period piece. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, there is a man in this thing that um, supposedly is Nobel Prize you know, curmudgeon, <laughs> I'm assuming this is going to be some oh, sort of like grumpy, enemies, sunshine. grumpy sunshine situation, right. Um, that falls in love with her mind. And so like science, life is unpredictable. Um, she finds herself not only a single mother, but a reluctant star of a most beloved cooking show. Um, oh. and her approach to cooking is revolutionary. And as her following grows, not everybody's happy because, She's not just teaching women to cook. She's teaching them to change the status quo. She's daring them to change the status quo. Um, So they're saying it's laugh out loud, funny, shrewdly observant and dazzling cast of supporting characters. Um, And it just seems like it's going to be a really, really good book. Um, It says like one of the quotes says, children set the table. Your mother needs a moment to herself. And I just love that. (laughs) So always. Yeah, so I like that it's like a period thing and it's going to be, you know, like challenging the like 1960s housewife mm-hmm. I like situation. That. I really but also nothing like about a, it, just the cover. So now a romance. Know. Yeah, I it's it's been on my um I love TBR a grumpy sunshine and it was a a pick for um book of the month, so I got it. <laughs> so, you know, this is just helping me cross off my TBR and I love that cuz I'm going to be on a train for 12 hours um, over the next week. So lots of time to read. (laughs) Yeah. Get that KU, get that Kindle unlimited. I'm going (laughs) to check if this is on KU. If not, I will buy it. Cause I've really, really been loving my Kindle life. It is just as much as I love a physical book. It is so convenient and yes. Yeah. And just easier, like, especially cause I'm a night reader. 
Mm-hmm. Like something that's reading in the daytime, adjustable. I'm reading at night. Yeah. Yeah. Just so I'm excited. I want to read a chapter of this. I want to read a chapter of that without having to get up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's also nice. Yeah. Nice. And we have like so many books and I have so many audio books. Oh, I don't even get started. I glass can't... series and I'm going to New York city this weekend. So I literally have like a six and a half hour train ride each way. Perfect. Um, tons of time to read and catch Pokemon. So nice. that's what we'll be doing. <laughs> oh my God. I'm so happy for you. I can't wait to hear all about it. You guys are going to catch us next weekend for next week for random mm-hmm. recap. So we'll hear all about that and all about our, your audiobooks and mine, because I have a long list of those. Uh, but thank nice. you guys so much for hanging out with us. We can't wait, but in, or sorry, we'll see you <laughs> next week. We can't wait, but until then. Read books. It's, it's weird, out, weird there. out there. We're tired, you guys. See you later. We'll see you next week. <laughs> Bye. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed our show, please consider giving us a follow and rating on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Got a book recommendation for us? Send it to halfbakedbookclub at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Instagram and TikTok at halfbakedbookclub. And don't forget to check out our sister podcast, Hometown Spice, where Dylan and her hometown bestie dive into the spiciest reads you can imagine. The Half-Baked Book Club podcast was created, written, and produced by Lana Rich and Dylan Harrison. For more information, head to halfbakedbookclub.com.